to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talks Podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm good, how are you doing today? Doing good, yep. Fully back from podcast break. Of course we did have the uh, emergency style episode from last week, talking about the PS5 reveal. But other than that, we've not done too many things. Uh, classic reviews has been going, but uh, other than that, I've just tried to, well, tried to not really do much, which is the point of having a break. So... Uh, there's that as well. Uh, but what you've been playing in the last, I guess, the last couple of weeks since we've not really talked uh, and that sort of thing? Uh, I've been bouncing around a whole bunch of games ever since I got my uh, PC build done and I've been doing some other stuff with it. I've just been testing out, re-downloading old games, seeing how they play, see if I like them, keep going with them or not. Uh, so nothing really serious to uh, talk about too much. I do plan on writing a uh, pre-alpha review here in a minute. Uh, not like immediately the second, but a game just hit early access called Hard Space Shipbreaker. And it's basically um, a sim game where you work as a deep space uh, ship salvager. And so you have to go through and uh, disassemble ship parts, but it's like a whole ship. So it's like a really intricate way of do this, do that, do the other. Um, and I saw a preview of it and it just looked really interesting. So I finished downloading it like an hour ago so i haven't had a chance to really play it uh so i'm gonna get a good you know 10 15 hours into it and then write up a review for the site cool i look forward to that um but you enjoying it so far uh i literally have not had a chance to start it yet oh yeah you did say sorry dessert um cool what else have you been uh been playing i uh, like i said i've just been bouncing around a ton of stuff nothing that's really jumped out at me um to talk about it's just it's all games that I've played before, mm-hmm. but I've just been retesting them on the, on my new rig. Okay. What about uh, Star Wars? How's that all going? Uh, which Star Wars game? Je- Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, yeah. I finished that a couple weeks ago. I Like I, I mentioned it on the podcast, I guess uh, I didn't talk about it clearly enough. I got fed up with the last boss, and then I realized I didn't really have any vested interest in it. So I just went ahead and dropped it down difficulty to story mode finish that last boss finish the last sequence and then i was done with it okay how do you feel about it overall for the most part it was good uh the spoiler at the very end after you beat that last boss i unfortunately um had it had it spoiled for me because it that came up on like a random youtube page yeah um so it wasn't anything i intentionally spoiled for myself it just had gotten spoiled so mm-hmm Cool. Uh, so over the last couple of weeks, um, I've been doing more TV watching than playing games. Um, but uh, obviously from Friday, I'm going to be playing uh, a lot of one particular game. We all know which game I'm talking about. But uh, before all that, I uh, bought and played... Uh, well, I haven't finished it. I'm still kind of playing it on and off. Uh, walking Dead Saints and Sinners. It's a uh, first-person VR Walking Dead game set basically in the world of the walking dead but there's no like characters that pop up you don't see rick or daryl or anybody else kind of pop up at least from what i've played but i don't think that uh, any of the characters pop up you do run into random people you do run into groups with names and stuff nothing which actually ties back to the main comic book or the tv show so there's no like you know you don't hear like alexandria or anything like that so uh, it's just random kind of locations and stuff like the, the blue tower i think is one of the uh names of the groups um as i was saying on geek town earlier this week which you should go and check out uh geektown.co.uk geektown radio uh for that if you want your up-to-date uh and reliable tv and film news uh, i was on this week's episode so you can go and listen to that as well uh which got released yesterday uh but on there i basically talked about like the the fundamental the, the, the melee mechanics themselves of actually killing zombies and stabbing zombies i was quite impressed with because i think that's something that's maybe a little bit more difficult uh, to to pull off than might be sort of anticipated. Uh, my one only problem with the game, and it's something I've kind of got past after playing it for a few hours, is the uh, the actual the actual movement system. Uh, is something that hadn't really fully clicked with me. Um, but uh, yeah, in terms of like all the other mechanics, reloading the guns, using the guns, uh, using the stab mechanics, and all those other sorts of things, it it works really really quite well. Um, and because uh, in terms of like a first person zombie walking dead vr game or not even really walking dead but a first person zombie game uh where you've got stab mechanics and stuff i can't really think of a better way that you can necessarily do that i could be proven wrong if a developer tells me okay you could maybe do this or that or whatever 
Um, I think the shooting mechanics could be a little bit better. Just like sometimes you'll be thinking you're aiming right at, right at an enemy's head and you'll miss for some reason and you don't know why exactly but uh yeah it's for, for the most part the shooting mechanics are they're there but they're they're a little bit more finicky i also notice sometimes if i go to do a headshot and my move controller sort of shifts a bit i'll like completely miss somebody with, with, with a shot and given how valuable ammo and stuff is in the world which it really is uh it's a little bit frustrating when that kind of happens but overall i, I would say that i'm definitely uh impressed with it as somebody who still likes a lot of zombie stuff one of the few people who still likes a lot of zombie things and isn't burned out at all on, on that sort of stuff. Uh, I really do quite like it. I had to put it down for a couple of days and, and whatnot because I, ju I just got to a point with a certain mission where I just kept running out of like bandages and even kept running out of like screwdrivers and knives to use and kept running out of ammo and that sort of stuff. And I there was a couple of missions I just couldn't do. And I felt like I was really, really scraping my way through them. So uh, I'm going to return to it after probably some certain point that sort of thing but um yeah overall it's a good game i think it's on uh valve or steam or something like that but it's obviously on uh playstation vr as well which is where i'm playing it with the uh the move controllers uh you can't use it with a um standard ps4 dualshock controller because the you know you you need to have two separate sort of mechanics for the hands because you'll use them separately and that sort of thing so uh no it's overall pretty good have you heard of it at all uh, no, is it? Uh, yeah, but some games like that where they uh, intentionally stack like time delay elements into it. That uh, I've played those from time to time. And they just get super frustrating. No, no, nothing like that. No, not in, uh, not in here. Not. It's not like one of them kind of mobile games or whatever where you have to like wait for an next turn or or something. Um, no, it's much more sort of story driven and and survival driven and things like that. So. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to returning to it when I do. Probably when I finish Last of Us 2. Because uh, basically from today and tomorrow I'm going to be doing a bunch of entertainment talk stuff. Because I've come back from the break. And then pretty much Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Apart from a few things, I'm going to be playing Last of Us 2. Uh, and then taking things from there. So, we'll see. Uh, what was the other thing that I played? Um, oh, Bus Simulator. I've been looking forward to that for quite a while. It's been, it's been out since September of last year. I've had it on my boomerang list for quite a long time, actually. But uh, I guess there was just never a copy sort of available or whatever. Um, but uh, I think that's been pretty good. It's one of my more favourite uh, of the simulators. I've only actually played two of them. I played the uh, Farming Simulator, which I did a uh, Let's Play Sundays episode 4. And, uh, yeah, the bus simulator. I'm, I'm still looking forward to the, it's the flight simulator in it, the one that's coming out for the, uh, the Xbox. Um, is that supposed to be this year? Or is that next year? Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be, like, fairly soon. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that one as well. But, yeah, it's got all the kind of mechanics you'd want. You have to, you know, park properly, make sure you open your doors and sort out tickets and check people if they, if they get on the bus and don't pay for a ticket that sort of thing uh, you have to drive pretty carefully because of course you're in a bus so you can't just like speed your way through it uh you've got to make sure that you do um what's that thing called the indicator so like when you're indicating left or right when you're pulling away from a bus stop or you're pulling into a bus stop you've got to indicate for that and you get you get points for doing those sorts of things correctly uh you get given more money and then you can upgrade like your buses you can hire more people to do bus runs and uh work your way through it so i'm still on the first town for that but uh it's been it's been pretty good i'd, I'd say there's a few things n niggly things here and there that aren't quite so great some of the controls are a little bit fiddly um, like when, uh, you get a, a, a person in a wheelchair and you have to get the, uh, ramp thing out for them. Sometimes doing that mechanic's a bit weird. Um, like, uh, what was it I did once? I think I had the doors closed. I put the ramp out and then I thought I'd open the doors. I was like really sure I opened the doors. And the guy's like, hey, can you let me on the bus? And I was like, what was he, what's he talking about? I've opened the doors. Uh, and then I had to realise that I had to had to open them and whatnot. I think there was a, the opposite situation where I'd opened the doors but the ramp wasn't out so I had to double check and make sure it sort of was because that's actually the the ramp things on like a completely different sort of button so I had to make sure about that as well but uh it's been it's been pretty good for the most part so uh, it, it's a game you can kind of jump into you can do like a 20 minute bus drive and uh kind of go from there you can also kind of pick between like uh you can pick like the rush hour so obviously when everybody's heading home from work you'll get loads more people you can do like an early morning thing you can do like a rainy day you can do um what was the other one like cloudy or something like that as well um so uh yeah there's plenty of options it's it's pretty good 
So, uh, but those are the main two games I've been playing. Obviously, a bunch of Call of Duty. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the update because it took a day and a half. It's just uh, Warzone. Warzone. I heard just... that was bugged out. So no, that was that was on the Xbox side of things where they uh, the update was listed for the, for the wrong. Um, size a uh, c- couple of people that i play with on the xbox i was because i was moaning a little bit about like oh it took a day and a half but i'm finally back and uh there's this group of people that i play with who are on xbox and they're like yeah we got told the wrong um update size but it's all it's all been done now so uh yeah it's just i just think because season because they've done four they're on their fourth season of these updates season one was pretty good season two is pretty good season three is easily the weakest Season 4 has been okay so far. I just think that they need to add a little bit more to the game. Because I was kind of saying to some people like. They're adding like two weapons every season. Maybe a classic map and one other map. If there's no classic map you usually get two maps. But like four things really isn't enough for a whole. For a whole like sort of season event. I would like if they brought back like more classic maps. More perks maybe. Perks is basically where you can do things like. uh, Quicker reloading. Restock of your equipment. That sort of stuff. But um. Yeah, I, I, I just would like some more, either some more classic stuff or more just brand new stuff. Mainly perks is something they could definitely uh, add towards as well. So um, we'll see. But uh, overall, season four I think has been better so far than uh, than season three. There's another update coming in. I think it's 50 days because that's when the battle pass uh, gets changed or whatever. So, but that's uh, yeah, that's pretty much been everything I've been up to. Been watching a bunch of TV as well, but this isn't a TV podcast, so I'll talk about that in uh, other places as well. So, yeah, uh, speaking of content and things that we've been up to, let's get into some housekeeping. Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it, there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. 
Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk did a podcast today uh, and it's for my Last of Us 2 preview, not review, I haven't started the game, I haven't played a single second of it yet, uh, which is unfortunate, but I will be doing that from tomorrow, but uh, just one kind of last big um, preview, excitement kind of podcast, fully breaking down like why I'm excited for the game, going through certain themes, certain other things involving the game as well, just by the way I'm not going to say what I've seen, but I have seen two spoilers on on the game but given some of the other conversations around the spoilers for the game i don't even know if they're true because uh, i've seen some conversations around that as well i discussed all of that on the preview podcast but don't worry i didn't i I didn't mention anywhere what the two spoilers were that i'd that i'd seen so uh, yeah if you want to hear me one last time talk about uh at least preview wise because i'll obviously be reviewing the game once i finished it uh if you want to hear me one last time talk about last of us 2 in a preview sense uh you can listen to that as well uh, classic review season four is still continuing the Jim Carrey season. Uh, season four episode two, liar liar. Last week was uh, season four episode one for the Truman Show. So uh, two classic Jim Carrey films there. Uh, so you can go and listen to those if you want. Speaking of the Let's Play Sundays, I did one of those for Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, getting gold with the M4A1, which is the first and probably will be the only gold gun I get in the game. That's not something I'm too concerned with necessarily. Uh, but I needed basically like seven more kills or ten more kills or whatever it was with the gun. So I thought I'd just I'd do that as a Let's Play Sunday episode. So uh, you can go and check that as well. Uh, scripted review for Catherine Full Body. Scripted review is well me writing out writing out a small review and then reading it as if it's some as if it's like a script. Uh, that review will only take you one minute to listen to. So uh, you can listen to that quite quickly if you if you like to do that. Um, did some DC stuff recently as well. The uh, Legends of Tomorrow podcast. So you can go and check those out. That will be coming back for its sixth season next year. So look out for that. Uh, random gaming talk last week. Of course we did the emer- emergency episode for the PlayStation 5 reveal event. Um, so that was interesting as well. So if you want to know what we, what we thought of the box and the games and everything else that was revealed last week you can uh, go and check that out. I've accidentally clicked on something. There we go. Uh, so you can look at that. Like I said last week, uh, The Truman Show Season 4 Episode 1 for Classic Reviews. Uh, we also did a podcast for The Flash Season 6 Episode 19, the unintended season finale because they've all been basically cut short those seasons, or most of them have at least. Uh, so that's for The Flash. Uh, Robert's been doing some interviews with some streamers. Uh, Melanie, uh, her, her name is Malula. Uh, you interviewed her a few weeks ago. You also interviewed uh, Kira. She's called Little Percent on uh twitch as well uh, how's all that going at the moment that's going great outside of the technical hiccup with the last interview it's going well <laughs> yeah i still got to get final confirmation but i should be doing another interview on saturday and i'll get that edited down and to you as soon as possible and uh, we'll see where it goes from there cool so have a look up for those if you want to uh check out robert's interviews um i do actually need to put those in a category you called it swimming upstream so i'll call the category that as well so, do you want me to, to to do that? Yeah, that's fine. I really couldn't come up with a better name for it, so... Cool, yeah. I'll uh, try and get that done whenever I can. So, look out for that. Uh, let's play Sunday episode for Cities, Cities Skylines, which was one of the other recent PS Plus games. And that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's move into some news. Alright, so not any, not some news necessarily, but I just wanted to do kind of a follow-up, because obviously we did the uh, PlayStation 5 reveal podcast last week, talked about the box and everything else that we saw. I uh, just wanted to kind of uh, gauge some thoughts with Robert, some, with Robert, maybe myself. It's been, yeah, almost a week since that. When was that? Last week? Last week Thursday, wasn't it? it was, uh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, so it's been about six days, so we've obviously had a bit more time to think about it. Uh, any follow-up thoughts from uh, the PS5 reveal last week? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it was a pretty decent event. Um, I love the memes that have come out of it now that we officially have what the, uh, the console looks like. I've seen everything from a really old throwback to everybody loves Raymond to, uh, um, cell from dragon ball Z to making it look like the miter for the Pope hat. Um, just all kinds of hilarious, hilarious stuff. 
Cool. Um, yeah, I still think the box looks weird. Because um, me and David discussed it on uh, Monday's Geek Town as well, or Tuesday's recorded on Monday. Uh, this week's Geek Town, I still basically thought it looked it looks weird. Um, I don't think it looks terrible necessarily. It's just that weird's the one standout word that's kind of popping into my mind whenever I think about the console. But as as me, you, and David have all discussed, it doesn't really matter what it looks like at the end of the day, as long as it runs your games well, as long as it's fast and installs things quickly and whatever else. Um, it doesn't really matter too much what it looks like, but uh, yeah, very much looking forward to Ratchet and Clank, Soulstorm, Horizon Zero Dawn, the Spider-Man game. Uh, speaking of that Spider-Man game, just to throw something in here, there was a lot of confusion after Thursday's show about what exactly that game is. Um, but it's been, I guess, confirmed. This might again be changed at some point, but uh, it's basically been talked about that it's going to be an Uncharted Lost Legacy style game, to where it's like a, it's a smaller kind of spin-off game but it's still obviously connected to the main story and everything because uh miles morales is a uh main character in the spider-man story so it's, it's going to be i think it's a standalone like smaller game in, in the sort of style of like infamous uh first light or like an uncharted lost legacy um how do you feel about that well anything like that it really kind of depends on what they price it at if they price it like at a 15 20 25 I think it's going to sell really well. Mm-hmm. If they try to shove it at us at like a 40, 50, 60 price, I don't know that many people would buy it at that price. I mean, people will buy it. People are big fans of the Spider-Man franchise right. and uh, you know, it's you know, they've already established Miles Morales in the first main game, so that's not too much of a stretch. It's just pricing is going to be everything on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you throw the words like Spider-Man and Marvel, you uh, tend to get people uh pulling out the wallets or the purses or whatever um but uh yeah so you you can get away with that to a degree but i i think somewhere but somewhere between 20 and 40 dollars i think is a good price tag for that so i can't remember what price uncharted lost legacy was but uh yeah infamous first light which was the infamous spin-off standalone game uh was also a cheaper one so we'll see but uh yeah other than that don't have too many reveal thoughts i mean i've talked about it like three times within a week so um yeah, I think we've pretty much said our said our piece on it. So, uh, so we've on to some other stuff. Um, I didn't write down much of this specifically, but I wanted to uh, bring it up because it was announced today and it was received very, very positively, which in 2020, positivity is what we're looking for. Or in any year, positivity is what we're looking for. Uh, a new Pokemon game has been announced. Um, and just wanted to mention it got announced. I don't have any interest in it particularly, not because I dislike it, but because I'm just not as into Pokemon as some other people are. But uh, this got some really, really good reception today online. I was seeing a lot of people really, really happy about it and uh, just wanted to bring it up as like a positive um, piece of news. I couldn't really give my thoughts on the game itself because I don't really have any thoughts on the game itself. Um, But, you know, as we kind of always say here on Entertainment Talk, if you're not interested in something and somebody else is and uh, something gets announced for that particular product or whatever and people are really happy about it then uh, that's always a really good thing so uh, what what do you think about the pokemon game that was uh announced today and the kind of positivity around it yeah i didn't really have a chance to uh get any kind of uh real look into it because it it got announced like an hour before we started recording so i never really had a chance to go into it Mm -hmm. um i haven't really played a lot of the pokemon games i am familiar with them but just not you know super super you know, familiar with the background. So mm-hmm. um, it's one of those things that, you know, I'm, I'll am t- check it out at some point. I don't have a Switch, and I'm assuming that's coming out for the Switch because that's about the only platform we can come out on. Yeah. Unless we are really living in Bizarro World and uh, it starts coming out for, like, Xbox or PS4 or whatever, which I might be more inclined to play it then um, just because I don't have to spend $300 on a console to get a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, on a platform that I don't have any real investment in. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I know people that are huge Pokemon fans, and, you know, more power to them. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I probably should have switched my notes around here to go from negative to positive, but we're going to go from positive to negative, so I am sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, um, just wanted to bring up uh, the, the Silent Hill rumors that, that had been going around, which I myself had dismissed. I think Robert was kind of on the same page as me. Uh, some fans were disappointed last week that a um, 
Silent Hill game. I don't know if it was supposed to be a remake, reboot, remaster, or a new edition. I don't. I don't know what it was supposed to be. We just kept. We just kept hearing new Silent Hill game, whatever that would mean. Uh, but some fans were disappointed that a new Silent Hill game wasn't at the PS5 reveal event. I don't know who was actually expecting that, but apparently some fans were because I myself saw some disappointed comments because they believed the rumors and. Just want to kind of bring up that like if you create rumours or false hope or something like that it can leave people disappointed because they might be expecting these games to be on be announced in a real way shape or form in some in some place. Uh, some fans were obviously expecting this to be tied into the uh, PS5 event last week and uh, didn't happen the game was nowhere to be seen Konami was not there in any way shape or form um, and uh, the game still doesn't exist Konami's not really said anything about it they've they sort of said like a couple uh, about a month or so ago that like they have like these small plans or whatever but it really doesn't mean much um i think uh but what do you think of uh people's accidental disappointment here well i mean it's obvious that they're going to be disappointed when something they want doesn't turn out to be true i mean that's just a given yeah. uh past that you know that's why you wait until something's like officially confirmed before you officially confirm it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. That's why I don't like. Uh, I mean, we we have a rumor mill section on here, but this is like, okay, take this with a pinch of salt or whatever, whatever the phrase is that people use these days. Um, and like, this is just, it's a possibility that's in the air kind of thing. Um, so because some rumors do turn out to be true, some don't. So you you never quite know what to believe. But then. You know, as I've always kind of said, if some, if like you hear about a new Netflix show or something, unless Netflix themselves says about it, then it probably isn't true. If you hear about a new game, look to that game developer or that game studio. If they haven't said anything, it's probably not true either. So uh, you just have to wait for official announcements in this day and age. So um, uh, that's just the case, I suppose. Uh, moving back onto something positive, uh, Last of Us 2 review, which I've uh, spoken about here and there. <laughs> Uh, is going to be released, of course, Friday, June 19th, this Friday, or Thursday midnight for me, which will be tomorrow at midnight, which is just over 24 hours away. Uh, got some glowing reviews last week on Friday, June 12th, which was the day after the PS5 reveal on June 11th. Uh, got some mostly positive reviews from some from some of the big sites out there. I checked out a bunch of reviews. Uh, didn't get, get I didn't get those accidental spoilers from those, by the way. I got them in completely different places, but... Uh, Nonetheless, uh, the games received mostly positive reviews. At the time that I checked um, a couple of days ago, it was sitting at a 97% on Metacritic. It might have gone down since then. It might have gone up. I don't know. I haven't checked. But uh, some sites such as IGN have uh, been accused of being paid for their reviews. Basically, some some people have been saying, oh, Naughty Dog paid the money so that they would speak positively about their game so that it would make the game and look better in the PR sort of sense. Uh, but any thoughts on this sort of positivity? Well, can you really be surprised that the reviews are all absolutely glowing considering the game only went to people that were already fans of the show, of the game rather? Um, so it being that high is not a shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, unless it was like a technical clusterfuck and something just went absolutely crazy wrong with it um i was just expecting a whole bunch of 10 out of 10s and 100 percents and that high of a critic score that's that's not really a shock outside of paid reviews i honestly don't know in any way shape or form it's just unfortunate that of the world that we live in that you can't discount it after what happened with the uh game spot uh, or GameStop or whichever it's called which i always get the two confused with kane and abel and uh gersman getting kicked out because of his uh lackluster review of that uh, title it's not really a shock that people will say oh that's uh that's just you know a bought and paid for review mm-hmm. yeah the one um i didn't watch the whole thing but the one negative review i saw was from i think it's one skill up or skill up one or something i hadn't really seen the youtube channel myself before um but apparently a lot of people like follow him or whatever and uh, he didn't seem to like the game that much so uh it was you know mostly positive reviews with um some negative reviews here and there but you know people are entitled to their opinions if if someone hates last of us if someone loves it then they're completely entitled to that it's not a fact that last of us 2 is good it's not a fact that it's bad either so uh, it's a fact that it's developed by naughty dog but uh in terms of whether or not you like the game or you dislike it or you're somewhere in the middle it's uh, entirely up to that particular person 
so um, we'll see. But uh, I will be playing the game on Thursday from uh, midnight, and uh, I'll be obviously playing it Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, as well. And uh, if I mean I, I don't think because I've been kind of thinking about this a little bit because I'll be playing it from Friday basically. And obviously we'll have the gaming podcast next week on Wednesday. I probably won't have the game finished by then. But I don't want to have either. Because I want to sort of really uh, take my time with it. But I guess I'll be giving you know some sort of impressions uh, next week on um, Wednesday. As to how I feel I'm going to come back. I'm going to be honest. If it does disappoint me I will say so. Uh, nobody's given me any money or paid me to say that it's great or bad or whatever. So uh, I'll give you my honest opinion next week. That's all I can basically do. So uh, just look out for that as well. Um, so yeah, that was one of the other things. Uh, moving back on to some other stuff as well. Speaking of, of course, we're heading into a next generation of video games with the Xbox Series X and PS5. Uh, we talked, it must have been two or three months ago, about when um, Cyberpunk 2077 is going to get a free update. Uh, if you buy it on Xbox One X to Xbox Series X, it's going to have the uh, free patch update thing well another game following in the footsteps of that is uh, Madden NFL 21 if you buy the game on PS4 you will get a free upgrade on PS5 didn't see any news particularly about what the Xbox side will be doing but um, possibly the same it is a third party game it will be released on uh, Xbox One as well I don't know about Switch but of course Switch is just whatever anyway but um, yeah another game joining the uh, free upgrade pile how do you feel about this uh, well, first up, I'm not even sure it's coming out on the Switch. That's one of those I don't uh, think it platforms. Is, no. I was just thinking about it as another yeah. platform. So, And outside of that, I mean, they don't have to do the technical upgrade. Obviously, they don't, it's in no. their best interest in a PR sense to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's no real absolute requirement to do that. But it's just one of those things that, you know, it looks good, you know, in a PR sense. People think, okay, we'll see how this looks better kind of justifies that price point of whatever those prices wind up being and we'll just see from there cool yeah uh i mean yeah like you said there's going to be a lot of games out there that are released on ps4 or xbox one uh, xbox one x sorry um and they're going to just get re-released i mean gta 5 we already know is going to get re-released on the ps5 and probably on series x as well um so is that backwards compatible do you think it'll be well, just, it I was, was kind originally because a... that, that, that's on 360 and Xbox One, so I'm just thinking about backwards compatibility for that. Yeah, I mean, it was a last generation game, so it was yeah. on uh, 360 and PS3, and I think they did a free. I know on uh, 360, if you had the game, you could do a free upgrade to the uh, Xbox One version of it. I didn't buy it until after the Xbox One came out. Uh, it was on like a deep discount sale. Uh, I don't know if they did the same upgrade for PS4, but I would have to assume so. Um, but past that, you know, I'm just curious as to uh, why that was such a PS5-centric thing. Because, you know, they're saying you're going to get it free um, if you buy a PS5, but we don't know what the time, ta- time frame is on that. If it's, like, immediate, if you have, like, a month to get the console or whatever, or if it's just free forever. Uh, obviously, you need a PS Plus subscription, but you need you would need that anyway to do any kind of uh, online, yeah, online online gaming. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, speaking of free stuff as well, one thing I just remembered, which I didn't write down, uh, the Astros um, Playground, the sequel to Astrobot, is going to be released as a uh, free game on PS5, um, which kind of makes sense in a way because the uh, VR Playroom thing, the thing that actually brought Astrobot to life um, was uh, free with the uh, the PS4 at launch. That wasn't a VR game. That was you. You still use the kind of motion control stuff, but you used it on your screen instead of uh, PSVR. Plus, PSVR wasn't actually out at that point, so because that was at least a few years before. Because if I remember rightly, yeah, PS3, PS3, PS4 was uh, 2013, and the VR headset is either 2016 or 2017. I think it came out, so it was obviously a lot, a lot, uh, a lot, a lot of years um, later. But uh, yeah, the VR um, playroom thing, which was a bit different to the actual Astrobot game, but it was still, it was sort of like a, a tech demo version of it in a way. That came free with PS4, so it kind of makes sense that uh, the Astrobot sequel would be free with uh, PS5. Although it is essentially the the bigger version of the Astrobot games because it is the same as the actual 
Astrobot game. Not it's not the same as the Playroom game. It's the same as sort of the uh, the original Astrobot game. It's just, just the sequel to it. So that should be pretty fun anyway. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, when I play that on uh, on PS5. So that should be good. Um, that's all the news that I've actually got. We do have some emails, but we'll get to them at the end of the show, what, like we normally do. Uh, what would you like to talk about this week? Well, first up, we have an official date for the WG- WB Games that we've all kind of seen a little bit around and never had had any definitive on. Uh, the event is due to be held Saturday, August 22nd, and will run for the entire day. So that just tells us that I don't think it's going to be uh, um, a full, like, 24 hours. Um, the event is called Fandom, um, so it's a it's a fully digital. It's you know an online only event. Um, so obviously we're probably going to get a new Arkham game of some kind. Uh, hints suggest that it might focus on the Court of Owls or the Parliament of Owls, which is a later incarnation. Um, nothing really specific. It doesn't actually have a time, but they did say all day. So I got to imagine this is going to be like a live stream, you know, either streaming from their website or more than likely on Twitch. And then uh, some big announcements every now and then, and we'll just see what happens from there. So, yeah, this was announced uh, either yesterday or earlier today, and um, yeah, they said about this would be for August, and it's obviously going to be involving, you know, probably some of the DC films and DC TV and just well DC stuff in general. There's quite a lot of it, isn't there? You got the DC EU, you got the Arrowverse, uh, you got the the um, DC Universe, the like Titans and all that stuff, the Doom Patrol and and whatever. You've got, uh, yeah, the DC games and things like that, which isn't as much as some of the other stuff. But, yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully this is where we can finally see this Batman Arkham game. Um, now, this has been labelled as a DC event and not a Warner, Bro- Warner Brothers event exactly. So, I don't know if you'll see the Harry Potter game here or if you'll see the Rocksteady game. Because that's more Warner Brothers focused than it is DC focused. Although... If Rocksteady... Now, I'm just kind of throwing this out there as an idea. If the Rocksteady game is something DC-related, we possibly could? Maybe? I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, we have no idea what they're actually working on. There's been rumours for years about, like, oh, it's a Justice League game, or it's a Superman game, or it's a Suicide Squad game. It could be a completely new IP. We don't really know yet. Obviously, the people working there know what that is, but we don't yet. So, yeah, there's maybe, like, a small possibility that if it is a dc game it kind of makes sense to put it there at the event um but uh that's just me kind of kind of speculating i suppose which is entirely fine uh so yeah probably no harry potter game here because that's not dc obviously that's harry potter but still warner brothers uh but yeah what are you you expecting to see game wise here at uh, this dc event uh definitely some kind of batman game although uh with the popularity of uh the dc on dc universe and some of the other franchises that they launched I'd like to see someone else come out with a game. Um, I mean, Flash would be the most logical choice. It's just that it's kind of hard to make that as like a playable, playable game, considering the guy can run around at supersonic speeds and nobody can really catch him unless he wants him. It's the same problem that they have with a uh, um, Superman Superman game. Is that the dude's super overpowered? So what are you gonna do? Mm. Yeah. So we'll see. Um... Yeah, I wonder what else they could maybe announce. So I was thinking of like, because they've started to move some of their other DC shows, uh, like Stargirls on CW, uh, Doom Patrol's going to be on HBO Max. I wonder if they might announce that Titan Season 3 is going to be on uh, HBO Max. I don't think that they've filmed all the season, obviously, because they can't do that at the moment. But uh kind of wondering about that as well. If they might, st- I think eventually they're going to move all those uh, DC shows to... Uh, to other platforms because it's already started to happen i think you can watch harley quinn in some other place as well can't you is it like on hulu no not hulu that's a disney thing i'm sure you can watch harley quinn somewhere else as well uh but yeah i, I think eventually they'll move all those shows not off of the dc universe but like also available in certain other places if you don't have dc universe so uh i think we could possibly see an announcement about that and given how dark titans is it makes sense for uh that to be on hbo max because star girls are much more light-hearted show isn't it so that's that that's doable on the on CW. So has Stargirl uh, found a home over in the UK yet? Nope, nope. And where is it? Four or five episodes in to the season? They just uh, they just aired episode four last night. Okay, yeah. So it's disappointing, but uh, I'm hearing good things about it. So it's all right. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's not terrible. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll see what uh, DC has to say in... Uh, this is in August, isn't it? This event we're talking mm-hmm. about. Cool. Mid- so, late, late August. Late August, which seems like a bit far away, but uh, we will get there eventually. Um, what else did you want to talk about today? Uh, well, if you're... Uh, and, and you had a PC build coming up and you never got around to doing it, now's a good chance to uh, get into it. AMD has announced that uh, three new CPUs that are going to be coming to market uh, next month Unfortunately, it's not the Ryzen 4000 series, um, but it is a refresh of the 3000 series, which is a great uh, processor. Um, They had a problem keeping it in stock even before everything got shut down. So we're going to be getting the Ryzen 3600 XT, the 3800 XT, and the 3900 XT. And bang for the buck, they are really, really powerful cards the uh 3600 xt is only $249 which trust me i do i do computer stuff as a processor that is an excellent value uh so that's going to be a 3.8 gigahertz uh, with a 35 megabyte cache um the uh 3800 xt is a bit more of a price jump you're going to 399 uh, you're going to a 3.9 gigahertz with a 36 meg cache and then the uh, 499, the uh, 3900 XT is 499. Uh, that's going up to uh, 4.7 if you use the boost effect to it. It's the same uh, 3.8 gigahertz that the 249 is, but this one has a 70 megabit cache. So I know those numbers are kind of a little over your head, Matt, because you don't really do much on the PC side. But take it from me, these are very, very impressive uh, numbers and a very, very good for the value. I'm a little bummed that I just finished my build, but the 3000 series was never in stock. Every time I checked, it was out of stock. You could sign up for an alert uh, through email, and I did that briefly at a start, but like five minutes after I got the email alert saying it's back in stock, it was out of stock again. Oh. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, I just buy a new laptop every couple of years when it starts to get slow, and uh, I do look at like how much RAM I have and how much hard drive space and some other bits and pieces uh, and I try and make sure it's either the same or at least better or whatever. Uh, I'm probably due to buy another laptop because this is it's not like really slow but sometimes it can be and uh, I'd like one that's a bit quicker but uh, that will happen hopefully soon-ish. I have been looking around but uh, I'm not one to basically be uh, building PCs and stuff like that. I did do it at uh, college when I was studying IT but uh, that was... A long time ago. That was about, yeah, seven, seven years ago, uh, 2013. Um, but, yeah, as a person that does build PC stuff like yourself and has just finished his uh, PC build, how do you feel about this? Yeah, I mean, it's an excellent value for the money. Two, like I said, on the 3600, uh, 249 is an excellent price for a processor. That's about what you're going to spend at a bare minimum unless you're getting an like, absolute junker processor which if you're building your own computer you wouldn't want to do in the first place and the, the price is great the value is great um, and the rest of the things you can just spec up as is uh, these launch on July 7th but with everything going on no idea how much they're going to have in stock how long they're going to have in stock so it's one of those things that uh, it's it's a cool announcement but we'll just see when the rubber hits the road if these they can keep these things in stock cool cool uh, so we'll see what happens with that. What else do you want to talk about? Well, we've talked a, a few times on the podcast in the past when the uh, um, Xbox had the accessibility controller come out. Mm-hmm. And it won yeah. all those awards. It was a huge success. Well, they decided that Xbox has decided they're going to keep on doing that. Uh, they currently have a survey link up on their website. Uh, the short link for it is aka.ms slash xra11y underscore play. Mm-hmm. And this is a survey. It's all, it's all it is is a survey. But they designed the survey around gamers who are either deaf or hard of hearing because that's going to be the next big thing. Obviously, the adaptive controllers uh, was designed for people with physical limitations that might prevent them from using a standard controller in a standard way. And I've heard with The Last of Us Part 2 that a lot of the audio cues were designed for um, people who might have an issue with that going on. So obviously Microsoft wants to keep everything current, keep everything going with that. And uh, we'll just see where it goes from there. Yeah, I've heard some... I did see this video actually of um, this guy reacting to the 
accessibility options in Last of Us 2, which I haven't actually looked into myself what they are, but apparently there's like loads and loads of options, which is really, really good. Uh, none of which I will um, actually need, because luckily I don't uh, have too many of them sort of problems. I'll probably put on things like subtitles, like basic stuff. I do like to actually have those sorts of things on, but uh, there's like different color, color stuff that you can do, I guess, for like... Um, colorblind people and there's probably some hearing stuff that you can do on there uh, but i don't actually know what else is listed for the uh, last of us 2 accessibility options but uh it, at least from the one video that i saw from somebody he was very 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 happy with what they did so uh that's always a good thing as well if you if you can help gamers with certain needs um play play games more comfortably or play play them better whether whether it's from in-game accessibility options or actual physical controllers uh the more of that that's helpful to uh, include those people the better because they shouldn't have to miss out on uh any sort of entertainment whether it's games tv films books whatever uh they shouldn't have to miss out just because um they've got a little bit of something different going on so um but uh yeah i mean you know with microsoft going for another kind of controller thing or whatever um i think that's really really good um so uh yeah best of luck to to everyone involved with that and like i said if you have one of them sort of uh i, I don't like to actually use the word disabilities if, if you've got one of them kind of like special needs or one, one of those sorts of things going on um then you shouldn't have to uh miss out just because something that's a bit more maybe difficult to play or to hear or to see or whatever the case may be so um yeah all for all, all for all of this so what, what, what do you think yeah absolutely i mean obviously we are who we are and we can. There are ways to change that, but uh, at the end of the day, there's some things that are just harder to do, mm-hmm. regardless of your intention on them. So anything that helps anybody get into the gaming, whether they, you know, for whatever reason, it would get more people in the games. That's always a good thing. So, absolutely, yeah. Um, cool. What else did you want to talk about today? Uh, well, Microsoft wrote up an official uh, blog post going back to earlier when we talked about the. Uh, madden 21 upgrade it uh is a more detailed uh explanation on the series x and what they're calling the smart delivery um so it's going to be an option in the settings and the uh adding a smart delivery is always going to be up to the developers uh microsoft says it's going to be defaulted as on for microsoft titles uh but it's it's something that you can turn off uh it will only be a series x upgrade if you actually have the series x and that's something that they can easily do all the hardware or whatever they do updates or connect to live there's always a system check um so it's just a matter of do you have the x yes is this feature turned on yes download obviously they give you the option to turn it off for hard drive space things like that um and outside of that, it's just, does it, uh, is it a Series X upgrade? Yes. Do you want it? Yes. No. And it automatically does it. Otherwise, it doesn't do it. Um, but they did also give a full list of upcoming titles that will be part of the smart delivery system. And that is uh, Halo Infinite, obviously. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, already been announced. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Destiny 2, Dirt 5, Scarlet Nexus, Chorus, Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, Yakuza Like a Dragon, The Ascent, Call of the Sea, Gears 5, obvious, A Second Extinction, and Metal Hellslinger. Okay, yeah, good list of games there. Uh, did you say Hellblade 2? Uh, no, Metal Hellslinger, and okay. then Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2. Alright, I remember you said Halo Infinite, because Halo, to me Halo Infinite and... Uh... Hellblade 2, I think, are the biggest, um, for at least for Xbox, their next, their next uh, biggest games, I think. So, uh, be mm-hmm. interesting to see if they do actually do it with Hellblade. I imagine they will, you know, they own Ninja Theory now and, and all that sort of thing. So, uh, maybe, maybe it's just a matter of time. I mean, we're still probably, what, four or five months or so? Three, four or five months from uh, uh, seeing all this? Yeah, I mean, it's mid-June now, so even if it's four months, that puts it to mid-October. And as much as everything's been delayed and shut down, as much as they don't want to have any kind of like console coming out when nobody can afford to buy one, they really don't want to get it any later into the market than beginning of December. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's another title I expect to uh, see have this uh, feature available. Uh, I don't know if this is a feature that's going to be used by me. Uh, that much necessarily it will probably only be for exclusives because like i've kind of stated before 
uh, for first, second, and third party games, uh, I tend to go more with um, PlayStation. And then if it's a first or second party exclusive for uh, Xbox, like a Gears of War Five was last game, or or Ori and the uh, Will of the Wisps, I tend to obviously play those on Xbox because there's no other choice. I mean, I can play them on PC, but I'm not going to do that. But um, yeah, so we'll see what that kind of how that kind of plays out when the Xbox. Uh, series x launches but uh to me i've kind of got my eye on uh hello infinite and hellblade 2 um may- may- maybe that grounded game as well that looks kind of good um but we'll see what else they kind of kind of talk about so uh what about you are you going to use this much do you think uh that just depends on if i get a series x or not i've yeah. got a one s now if the series x comes out and it's not in my price range but they dropped the price enough to where the X is affordable. I'll probably upgrade to the X, but outside of that, it's just, you, you can't tell. It's just the future's is too far in advance for really anything to be judged like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, but there we go. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Well, the last one I had to talk about was a bit of a fun troll that went on a couple of days ago on uh, um, Kentucky Fried Chicken's uh, Twitter account. It put out a uh, picture that's uh, a video that says the future of gaming is here. Introducing the KFC console. There's a funny little video where a KFC bucket morphs into a gaming console, and obviously this isn't a real thing. CNET actually had to come out with an article saying that this is not a real thing, and anybody with oh. any sense of, you know, intelligence would know that this is not a real thing. Right. You don't have to explain that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You would think that, but unfortunately in this day and age you do. Uh, plus, let's not forget yeah. the fact that uh, there is a KFC dating sim out there. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. an actual thing. Yeah, which we talked about three months ago. A long, a long time ago. Yeah. This was this is a good four or five months ago. So yeah, was that even that was before COVID was even a thing? I think wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I was in uh, Florida at the time when that happened. Because I remember I was on my headset and uh, reading news articles off my iPad, so. (laughs) Yeah, different times. Uh, Different times. Yeah, but uh, no, that's a a good kind of joke and all that, given, you know, the PS5 reveal and the Series X reveal and, you know, we're heading into next gen and stuff. It's, uh, yeah, you you need a good laugh, given the fact of uh, the day and age that we're in and uh, how easily people can get offended and how serious some other things are. Yeah. and uh and that sort of thing so uh apparently yeah some people do need to be told that it's not a real thing but uh, i think the majority of of the audience or of people would uh recognize that it isn't um but uh yeah i mean just kfc having a bit of fun are they open where you are at the moment yeah i mean most of the restaurants that have a drive-through never shut down during all this because um that's that was considered an essential service so anything like that um, always had any kind of a um, a write-up. Mm-hmm. So you could always get dr- drive-through. And I'm going through the article here on this uh, game, and the, the puns and the fun th- with it on the Twitter account are hilarious. One guy says, what's the storage? Two chicken bites? Which is hilarious. Yeah. And then, of course, Xbox, the official Xbox Twitter account, said, can you turn it on your side? Which was a fun little dig at the PS5 coming out because it doesn't look like you can turn it on its side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you. I think you actually can, but I get the the, the joke part of that. So, um, but uh, yeah, like you said, yeah, it was good to good to have a bit of fun with that. It's funny the fact that Xbox actually responded. I didn't, I didn't know that, so that's good. As well, well, they seem people seem to realize that if you have a funny person on your Twitter account mm-hmm. in charge of it, you can get a lot of traction. We've talked a couple of times off air about Wendy's and how they uh, are just destroy people. They just roast people like you would not believe on Twitter for some of the stuff they do. So Yeah. Yeah. But uh good times. Yeah. Um all right, what else did you want to talk about? Or was that last that one? that was the last one I had. Cool. Uh let's move in some feedback. If you would like to submit your questions, comments, thoughts, ideas or even just say hi, whatever you want to talk about as long as you are Kind and respectful. Uh, you can do so. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter e Talk UK. Uh, the contact page is there, and the information is also in your show notes. Uh, yeah. So if you want to do any of that, you can do that as well. Uh, Bethany says, "I don't mind the look of the PS5. 
I'm just not sure about it fitting in my entertainment centre. How are you two going to fit the new consoles in? So I think she's referencing both the Xbox Series X and the PS5. So let's uh, let's bring up a hy- hypothetical situation. We get both of them, right? We're not necessarily planning to do that. My, me and myself, I'm still planning to stick to my Xbox One until it dies, which hopefully won't be anytime soon. Uh, but I am intending to get a PS5. But let's just say, you know, for a hyper- hypothetical fun kind of question here, uh, if we were to get both consoles, how would we put them? In our entertainment center. So, uh, what would you do in terms of that? Because one is one that stands up more, and apparently with the PS5, you you can sort of set it on its side. But you can do both, I think, with uh, with both. But yeah, um, I, for my entertainment center ish, I actually have two different ones. I have kind of a a large flat horizontal one, and that's where the TV sits. And it's not really an enclosed thing. It's more like a glorified table with a shelf underneath it. <laughs> And then I have kind of a vertical column one that I've had for literally 15 years. It was kind of designed for what they're what are called bookshelf speakers uh, systems, okay. where you have like a small, boxy, about the shape. Uh, no real easy way to describe, it. for lack of a better word, it's about the about an empty space, about two KFC buckets tall, um, and that's where my router box is. And then on top of that is an empty airspace. And that's where my uh, Xbox and PS4 sit. Um, and so past that, you know, I could just move something around. Which which, uh, which Xbox One do you have? Is it an X? It's an S. S. Okay. So it's a, yeah, because the Xbox One, the day one console is still the one that I've got. The uh, chunky one. So... Uh, for me, uh, I mean, all of my actual space is taken, so I would need to move some stuff away. On my top shelf, um, I've got my PS3 next to some 24 and Toy Story DVDs, which I'm not going to move them, because I like to look at them now and again. Um, on the next row, I've got, because I, like, let, let me let me explain why I'm doing this before I, I mention it. I've got my Kinect still plugged into my Xbox. I don't use it. It is switched off, but it's plugged in. But basically, because I still use the TV in slot, in order for to go on the controller and press pause and play and all that, I do actually have to have the Kinect plugged in. It's like an IR sensor kind of thing. So I don't actually use the Kinect, but I've got it plugged in because I use that function for it. Uh, still pretty regularly the, the the TV in thing for the uh, the freeview box that I've got so I'd have to keep my Kinect plugged in whether or not I could like move it back somewhere because I don't need like the actual camera or whatever I just need it plugged in uh, there's a bit of a there's a little bit of space there I could possibly use um, next to that is where the Xbox One sits which is obviously quite big it's got the power brick next to it which I've just about fit in the slot that I've got uh, below that is my TV there's no room there um, although I do have the, uh, you know, the processor box for the PSVR, I've got that kind of tucked under my TV kind of thing, uh, and I've got my TV aerial sitting on top of that, but it's, it's sort of tucked to the side, because obviously if it wasn't, it would be in front of the TV, and I don't want that. Uh, then in front of that, I've got this little box kind of thing, and I've got my Freeview box, and I've got my PS4 on top of that. Uh, I don't want to put anything on top of my PS4, and then next to that, there's this little tiny slot, and I put my Switch dock there sideways, and the Switch is obviously inside of that. Um, why? Well, it, it depends on. I mean, backwards compatibility. We don't really know fully about that yet, but if it comes to it, and I guess I could move my PS4, put the PS5 there, because if the PS5 is going to run some PS4 games, but that might not be as big of an issue. It depends. But the PS3 still plays three, two, and one games. So if I still want that, that's still an option. Uh, so yeah, I guess what what it would maybe come to is if I moved the PS4 away, which would feel weird to do right now. Put, put the PS5 there if it actually fits. Uh, in terms of the Xbox uh, Series X, I don't really know because the way it sort of is upwards and all that. Unless I can turn that to the side, I don't know, but I, I don't really know where I would fit that necessarily. So, um, I guess I haven't got any solid plans, but uh, if, it, if it comes to it, I have to just move some stuff away. If it comes to a point where, like, I'm not using my PS3, I could maybe move that around. Um, so, we'll see. But uh, there's there's some workable room there, I I guess. I, I, th- th- but there's no way I'm going to, like, buy the PS5 and put it on top of the PS4, because then the PS4 will be sandwiched in between the 5 and the uh, the freeview box and that doesn't seem like a very good idea at all so uh, any thoughts on that yeah I mean that is going to be a problem with that uh, 
the one thing that people forget about if they do decide to go to the uh, PS5 is that's a different controller. So we haven't heard either way if the controllers for the PS4 are going to work on the 5. Yeah. And it's a different physical shape. So if you're like me and you have a charging stand instead of trying to use a USB cable, well, that's another thing that you got to buy. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, in terms of controllers and cables and that, I have them in a completely different place. Still obviously in the same room and that. Um, but I could, I could quite easily move my PS4 controller to make space for the, uh, the DualSense. Um, put the PS4 controller on this other shelf that I've got, um, and then the charging cables, well, I just sort of tuck them away anyway, and then I, I plug them in. So, because I, d- I don't have, like, a docking, uh, charging sort of stand, so. But, uh, it, it's, it's gonna be, I, I need to know sort of the weight and the size of the PS5, which I don't think we really know yet, so. I'll have to see, but, uh, in terms of, like, actually standing up the Xbox Series X, I don't think I can do that, because I can't think off the top of my head. I'm not in the same room as it, by the way. Uh, I'm in, I'm in the spare bedroom. Um, yeah, I can't think of somewhere I could reasonably be put that, so, we'll see. Uh, but Jonathan says, so, Matt, how long have you been staring at the Last of Us 2 countdown timer? Only kidding, hope you enjoy the game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be starting at Thursday midnight. Uh, I have pre-ordered the Deluxe edition um interesting little fact about that by the way because obviously it comes with a a few avatars um i don't i did a a dynamic theme and i think some like ammo stuff for ellie's gun and some uh, upgrade stuff for that as well uh the dynamic theme is actually locked uh until the game releases which is not like a problem or anything it's just uh i found that kind of interesting because i went to actually look for it yesterday uh because it's in the um add-ons section of of the last of us 2 and uh yeah i went to click on the theme i do actually have it downloaded but i went to like view it and it had the same countdown timer on it so oddly the um because i don't i'm guessing there's no spoilers on the theme or whatever but uh yeah oddly that was kind of locked until the same time as the game which i guess makes sense it's all part of the same bundle and that but um yeah it's uh yeah gonna end thursday midnight tomorrow which is just over a day away from now um i've looked at it like a couple of times obviously the first time i looked at it i wanted to see what time it would add up to realized it was thursday midnight but um yeah from tomorrow it won't have the one day thing on it anymore it will be just a certain amount of hours so yeah but uh, i hope i do very much enjoy the game so we'll see any thoughts on that yeah it seems kind of weird that they would lock uh an accessory like that like a dynamic thing unless there was something in it that they might consider spoilery so hmm but why would you put a theme in a a spoiler in a theme it's a bit weird uh who knows maybe it's like a background in it so Oh, like a location, maybe? Possibly. Maybe. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, to add to to the weirdness of that, the, uh, you know, the avatars, the icons for your profile, I can use them. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can use the, there's like four avatars, and I was like clicking on them yesterday, and I realized it was changing them. So I can use the avatars, but not the themes. Obviously not the game, I understand that, but yeah. Just yeah. a weird, weird little thing there. Maybe there's so. characters in the uh, dynamic thing that haven't been announced yet that are like big reveals. Maybe, yeah. So, uh, like I said, it's not it's not much of a problem uh, for that, but I just thought that was an interesting little thing to add. So, yeah, the next time we do a podcast, I would have played a certain amount of hours. I can't tell you how many hours that would have been, but uh, yeah, it's uh, finally. When was this game announced? Twenty sixteen. Uh, who knows anymore? It was the PSX of a particular year. I think it was 2016. Um, because wasn't it? What 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 was the year that PlayStation did that really weird E3? Was that 2017? That was 2018 at a minimum. Yeah, because that was the first time we saw the gameplay, and uh, we saw how kind of violent the game was. Mm-hmm. No, t- 2017 was their big one, wasn't it? When they did like God of War and oh, no, because 2018 no. was the one where they made people move. Yeah, remember they yeah. did like they part had, of it. it yeah, was they had hard. like uh, Ghost and Last of Us and uh, Spider Man was one as well. That that was the three where they focused on like four games or something. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what the fourth game was. What would that have been? God of War. Uh, don't remember off the top of my head. I don't think it was God of War. Maybe. Yeah, it was It was Ghosts, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, Last of Us. It wasn't Dreams. I don't actually remember Dreams gameplay being shown off anywhere, like at a uh, 
E3 or something. But uh, regardless, yeah, the game's been announced for quite a while, been excited for a very, very long time, and uh, I'll tell you about some portion of it next week. Of course, spoiler-free. I'm not going to just come on this podcast and talk about spoilers. So, uh, there we go. Uh, but like I said, if you want to hear me talk about Last of Us specifically one last time, you can check out the preview podcast. Um, I do mention that I've heard spoilers, but obviously I don't talk about what they what those are. So, uh there we go. Uh, but that is this episode of Random Gaming Talk. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find everything that we've done on entertainmenttalk.org, uh, such as the Classic Reviews episodes, Last of Us Preview, DC stuff, some TV stuff as well. Uh, so uh, go over there and check all that out as well. And like I said earlier, if you want your TV and film news, uh, such as the updated renewals, cancellations, pickups, and next week on TV and all that sort of stuff, uh, David's got you covered on geektown.co.uk. Uh, if you want to get involved with some fun uh, Twitch stuff, uh, Bex is over on uh, Trista Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, go and search for her on Twitch and uh, follow her, subscribe to her. You'll be notified when she goes live and you can get involved with the fun chatter and gaming and all that sort of stuff over there. So please do that as well. Um, and of course look out for more interviews from Robert uh, from uh, Twitch streamers in the future as well. But go and listen to the uh, two interviews that he's done so far. That would be great as well. Uh, but uh, yeah thank you all very much for listening you can support Entertainment Talk and the podcast there's a few different options we're on Patreon you can have a look on there for the $1 and $3 level tiers Uh, Amazon affiliate link if you're buying stuff on Amazon we can get a small cut but it won't cost you extra iTunes feeds which by the way are fully working now there was a little issue with the account I can't remember if I mentioned that last week but in case I didn't uh, that's all been sorted out now so uh, go and look look for us on iTunes and look for Geek Town on iTunes as well just search for Entertainment Talk and search for Geek Town. And please rate, review and subscribe to us on there. Uh, word of mouth. You can tell people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds. Just as simple as that. Just tell them to go to Entertainment Talk. And they can discover the content as well. Social media is a very powerful thing these days. Uh, you can share those on Facebook and Twitter. And if you can put them in different Facebook groups. Lastly for streaming. Uh, I stream sometimes on Twitch. So does David as well. Uh, Robert streams sometimes on Mixer. You can also look out for the FIFA streams on Mixer. And for Let's Play Sunday episodes on Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.